Hello and welcome to the Northern Region of the University and College Union. This is our regular podcast and my name is John Bryan. I'm a regional support official with UCU. In this episode of the podcast, I'm talking to one of my colleagues, Joyce McAndrew. Joyce has worked for the union for a number of years and her and I are talking about colleges returning to work, universities returning to work and individual risk assessments that need to be done. We hope that you enjoy the show. Please remember to tell others and don't forget to subscribe or follow this podcast in your regular podcast provider. If you search UCU Northern Region, it'll come up in pretty much any podcast app. Thanks for listening. Now, on with the show. Thanks for joining us on the podcast, Joyce. How are you doing? I'm fine. Thank you, John. Good, good. And we're talking about returning to the workplace because a number of our members, in fact, probably the majority of our members in colleges have been returning to work this week, possibly last week, and the rest will be returning to the workplace quite soon. And universities obviously will be returning to the workplace in some shape or form. So I want to talk about risk assessments and um, members who are feeling vulnerable or concerned about coming back into the workplace. What are the sort of things that members need to be doing in this situation? Well, I think whether or not you have particular vulnerabilities, all members, all staff going back should make sure that they have seen a copy of the college's full risk assessment uh, taken into account covid Um, And there may well be specific risk assessments for their area of work. For example, if you do teaching in a workshop, well, there will probably be a separate risk assessment for that. So I think it's important to make sure that you have copies, that you've had a look at them that and that you understand them. And if there is anything you don't understand, then do raise it with your management, come to the union for advice. And the general risk assessments themselves, I mean, you and I have looked at a number of college and university websites, and some of these are readily available. You can get them from the front page of the website, click through and get that risk assessment. I suppose if they're not readily available, we need to make sure that college and university managements are making them available for members. That's true. They should they should be easily available for everyone. And the the other thing about the the, the risk assessment is that um, when when you're back at work, um, you know if you if you feel that something isn't in compliance with that risk assessment, then you need to be reporting it. Um, so you know it's just a, a advice to members to be vigilant to make sure that people are social distancing um you know that people are sticking to 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 the rules because this is just so important and one of the things that will definitely happen as more and more people go back into the workplace is that other things will come up and i suppose one of the things that we want to do is make sure that either health and safety management are told or line management are told, and if there are issues, to report that to the union as well. Yes, and uh, the the union is um, looking to ensure that there that, that the college is continually continually reviewing the risk assessment because 
you know, it it is all new to everybody and therefore, you know, things will come up that people haven't thought of. Um, so it's important that there is that willingness to, 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 to look back again at the risk assessments and see if things need to be changed, which they may well do. And one of the things that we've identified is that there are individuals who are particularly vulnerable or have particular concerns about returning to the workplace and we're looking at individual risk assessments what what are they Joyce and and what do members do to get them done? Well the government have said that um, it is still their view that where people can work from home they should work from home. Um, They've also said that all those people who were shielding Um, were able to now return to work from the 1st of August, um, but the employer should consider um, how they can be protected because they are more vulnerable. Um, And it's not just people who are shielding, but people who have underlying health conditions might be more vulnerable. People from black and minority ethnic groups might be more vulnerable. And, and people who have anxieties may be more vulnerable as well. So we feel that what the employer should do is talk to those people and do what we would call an individual risk assessment. So you're thinking about, well, is there anything else that we can do? Is there any adjustments that we can make that will protect these people more? Like, how can we make sure that they're not in a position where perhaps social distancing might break down. Um, And and obviously one one of the the obvious areas is that people should be able to work from home when they're able to. Um, But it might also be that, you know, they work in more quiet areas um, or that it's ensured that they are in staff rooms on their own or, you know, there, there could be a, a myriad of, of other adjustments that they could make um, to, to, to ensure that uh, they are protected. And we're basically asking members to raise this with their line managers so that line managers should go through these individual risk assessments or sometimes they're called stress risk assessments are they the same thing or is there a difference well a stress risk assessment would look specifically at the stresses in the workplace so it's 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 this both an individual risk assessment and a stress risk assessment will be looking at what are the hazards in a stress risk assessment they are the sorts of things that are likely to give you more stress um and you know for people who maybe are suffering from anxiety, you know, that that might be different. The hazard might be different than from somebody who has an underlying health condition. Um, But I suspect that many of them might well be the same. For example, walking into a room where there is a huge group of people that will both be stressful for people, but also put people at risk if social distancing isn't being adhered to um so you know potentially they are the 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 same hazards and again it's looking at well what can the employer do what adjustments can the employer make to make that a bit safer 
and it may well be that the the, the staff member has some suggestions to make. And I suppose for people who are working in colleges, a lot of individuals will already be at work. They might be at campus either part of the week or or for longer parts of the week. And at universities, they may not be on campus at all as yet. So for university staff, I guess it's really about planning those for the future. But if you're at a college and you've already started back, can you ask for your risk assessment to be looked at again or reviewed? What's the advice that we would give? Of course, of course. And I would suggest anybody who has an individual risk assessment, make sure there's an inbuilt review into it. Um, Initially, that might be weekly. Just, you know, it can be a very quick catch up just to say what's working, what's not working, what might we change, what, what else can we do? So I think that that's really important as as people, um, you know, are back at work and see how things are going. We hope that you're enjoying this episode of the podcast. And before we go on to look at a few other things about returning to work, it's worth just reminding everyone about checking your institution's website Have a look on the website, find out what information is there for staff for COVID-19, find out what information there is for students in relation to returning to campus. Have a look to see if you can find the generic risk assessment. If these things aren't easily accessible, raise it with your union rep or raise it with the management. These are the sorts of things that everyone should be able to see. Now, on with the show. So in addition to health and safety obligations, employers must also ensure that they're complying with the Equality Act of 2010. And one of the things in particular is issues around disability. Are there things that we're saying to members around that at the moment? Well, I think um, it may well be that there are staff who have disabilities that wouldn't have had any impact on their their working lives in the past, but now might have more of an impact. And perhaps that's more often likely to be related to stress and anxiety. Um, But it may be other things as well. There may be physical disabilities that, you know, uh, create issues with uh, potentially wearing face coverings and and the like. So we, we would suggest that if if members have uh, disabilities that they feel might have an impact on them returning to work or perhaps when students return then they need to be um, asking the employer again for you know to look at any reasonable adjustments that they think would be helpful to them to to um, ensure that they can um, work in in the environment that they're expected to work in. Now, one of the things that we're likely to be asked a bit more about is about flexible working. And since June 2014, the right to have flexible working has been available to every employee in England as long as they've had 26 weeks continuous service. Now, Do we have any specific advice for people about doing that, about asking for flexible working? 
It may well be that um, people's circumstances have, have changed, um, caring responsibilities or, or um, you know, perhaps, perhaps in this lockdown situation, people have just thought, actually, you know, I want a bit of me life back. Um, and so there's always been the right to request flexible working. Um, and that comes in all sorts of forms. Um, and if people are, are thinking, well, this might be something that they might want to explore uh, with the employer, then certainly come to, to, to the union and uh, get some support with that. Thanks for that, Joyce. That's really helpful as people return to work in colleges and begin to get ready to return to work in universities in the region. Do we have any final advice for members about how they take up issues of concern and the best way of doing it? I think the, the important thing is that if members are concerned about anything, that they raise it with management um, and and you know they can get support from the union uh, to do that but it's important that they 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 raise it with management at the earliest opportunity because they're the ones that can change things um uh, but it's always helpful um you know to let the union know any issues that you're coming across um so that you know we can keep an eye on it collectively but individuals you need to be raising these things with your manager. Thanks very much for that, Joyce. And you take care now. Thank you. Thank you, John, and you. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We hope that you've enjoyed this episode. There is a previous episode on flexible or phased retirement which you might find interesting if you're looking to go part-time and you're over the age of 55. Please look in our previous recordings to listen into that. There are also a whole range of resources on our national website, www.ucu.org.uk. And if you put slash equality, that takes you direct to all of the information on equality, disability and the like. Type flexible working into our search engine and you'll get a range of advice and guidance. Also, direct from the homepage, you'll find all our COVID-19 advice and guidance. Thanks again for listening. Please don't forget to tell others about the podcast and also to subscribe or to follow this podcast in your podcast provider so that you never miss an episode. Thanks again.